welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I am Marta Brummel, and by trade and training, I am a certified life coach with a psychology degree from the University of Notre Dame and a master's in clinical social work from the University of Michigan. I'm the mother of four children. I'm married to Craig Brummel, my favorite human, and I am the CEO of a private life coaching practice for young adults and parents. So the whole idea behind this podcast and these conversations is to learn how to navigate this human journey from the inside out by building a life skill set that allows each one of us to engage with this grand life adventure from a place of health, wellness, and confidence, and to create something beautiful by weaving in meaning and purpose along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Well, today's guest is a delight and a love, and I happen to be a little biased because he is my youngest son, Leo Brummel. He's also an almost 18-year-old young man who is entering his senior year at Culver Academies and navigating this humaning journey like the rest of us while learning himself and what it means really to love and care for his spirit. Because as Leo's going to share, he's had, you know, over the years, struggles at times with feelings of anxiety and depression. And he's going to share today that when those feelings visit now versus before, he's learning how to move with them a little differently. And he's growing his repertoire of managing his very busy mind and learning ways that really help soften his lens, soften his internal dialogue, learn how to seek help and support and connection when needed, and learning that this is a team sport, this life thing, and that you don't have to do it on your own. But that when you want to do it big and you want to go hard and you want to go deep, that it requires a deeper, more full-bodied skill set that he is learning how to grow. It's really a gift to be his mom in this life. And so I, I trust that you guys will enjoy this very sweet and vulnerable conversation with Leo. I'll see you guys on the inside. A big thing that we talk about is, you know, our insides and our outsides and aligning them in a way that really honors and, um, and serves you. And Leo is one who also feels deeply and he's very passionate. And uh, he is one who I think has struggled with some anxiety and some depression um, over the years, and it's something that he's continuing to learn how to how to address and how to meet and how to soften and and I think really learn how to channel it and honor it um, and also not let it get the the best of you. So, how would you share that with our listeners, Leo? Yeah, so I think the biggest takeaway for me of just kind of having those experiences of anxiety or depression or whatever it is is don't think you can do everything on your own because I tried that <laughs> and it is not, um, I don't think it's a, a very, it's not helpful to you and it's not helpful to those around you and those who love and care about you. 
Um, so that would be my first takeaway is just not trying to take everything on uh, by yourself because it's a lot and it's okay to admit that and ask for help and um, look for guidance from others who have experienced similar things or not. But I think that's very important to know that seek help and when you need it because there are people who do love and care about you out there and want to help. Um, and they are actually um, a lot of the reason of why you can get through to the other side and see the light um, when it's really dark at times. How would you say you've softened inside for you? Um, it's a lot of self-talk. As much as that's kind of a cliche, it's super important and it takes time and I'm still working on it, obviously. But I think it's once you figure out how to manage and like you figure out the thoughts that kind of work for you and are like, all right, this this feels good inside of me and it's not creating more of the anxiety and it's not creating more of the depression. It's actually softening it or easing it. And maybe if the thoughts originally, maybe they don't have to soften it, but as long as they're not making it worse, then that's a starting point, I think. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of go from there um, and just figure out those own thoughts for yourself, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of mental management I guess mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and alignment yeah. I think yeah I think I've seen a lot of Leo's anxiety rear its head with soccer um, he's one who has been pursuing his dream of wanting to play in college and he goes to a high school that uh, doesn't really offer the opportunity to to really I think deepen and widen his his soccer prowess to the degree that it needs to be in order to play in college and so he's been pursuing it outside of his high school team which is awesome and he loves but he's been also you know making the trip down to Indianapolis each week a few times a week and uh, playing with a um, DA team, ML, it's MLS, MLS, now. MLS yeah. team, whatever the heck. <laughs> I don't know the acronyms to all these things, but so he's been doing these, this just because it's something that he's wanted to pursue. And as Craig and I have said to him from the beginning, listen, if this is, if this is what you want, we're all in, but we're not going to be pushing you or working harder than, than you at this dream. Um, but it is kind of a team effort. And so I've just noticed at different times for Leo where he gets in his head or he, he, he starts to brood a little bit and I can tell things are, you know, heavier, harder. Of course, he's juggling so many, so many things just based on school and friends and a very full plate at, at Culver Academies and then, you know, on top of that with soccer. But I guess, Leo, I'm asking because I know a lot of people listening who are, you know, juggling a lot of balls as well. How did you manage through your your times, your moments of more of that brooding and that struggle? Um, you got injured. That was another thing that really threw you off for a little while. Um, but just, again, navigating those highs and lows and finding your way through. Any, any insights? Yeah, I mean, I think... Obviously, there's going to be sacrifices that you're going to have to make, and it's not going to be ideal, and it is going to be hard, and it's going to be a struggle. Um, but I think ultimately, it just came down to me just deciding what I wanted and what my priorities were, and recognizing that and knowing that there's going to be sacrifices that you're going to have to make in order to uh, achieve those goals or whatever um, you're, I guess, dreaming of in your life. Um, but I think one thing is, you know that 
whatever you're doing, you're, you have to have like a value system behind it, I think, of like why you're doing what you're doing. Because if you don't have that, then it's a lot of, you're going to be looking at yourself and be like, all right, what the, what am I doing right now? Why am I even doing this? Why am I mm-hmm. missing out on these just to do this if I don't even want to be here? Um, so a deeper why, what would you say yeah. your deeper why is? For soccer or just in general? Just in general, because I know soccer's part of that, yeah, that package, that a, but. Um, I think, I think I spoke to you about this before, but I think I've developed this like sense of just wanting to make people laugh and smile as much as I can, because I think I can be good at that at times. Um, <laughs> you are very good having, at that. <laughs> having the ability to brighten somebody's days, truly something I would like to be able to do on a consistent basis. And I think I kind of build my foundation around that on a daily basis because it is, I think, something that I can truly live for and wake up and be like, all right, if there, if nothing else, at least I'm going to make somebody laugh or I'm going to make somebody smile or I'm going to make somebody's day better. By doing what you do. Yeah. By living as yeah. you live. Speaking of delighting and lighting up a room, Leo had the ability to do that because it was just so natural and he was so free when he would dance and his body would do things that I was like, how, how is that possible? But I think it's a beautiful metaphor for all of this because I think that is where you were most free and most you and most unencumbered. And you still dance, but less so today. Uh, and you just said at the dinner table, your friends still ask you, they, what is it? What do they say? I, I, they enjoy when I'm able to dance. <laughs> That's the silly But that also brings joy and, and people, you know, it brings the smile and the laugh. <coughs> so there you go, honey. Yeah. You can do more of it. Yeah, like, yeah that's right. Uh, well, yeah. thanks to you for giving me all the... Yeah, all your dance moves. Yes, clearly me. Um, yeah, we we all know that's Craig Brummel. But anyway, so I guess, um, you know, along those lines of here we are talking about kind of that inside out living of understanding who you are, starting to put those pieces together, learning how to manage emotions and to both name them and process them and honor them and just a self-love, a, a taking care of self. And I asked Leo earlier, I said, do you feel like you, you know, you really, you've got your back, that you really do love you and unconditionally so, and that you feel that? And what was your answer? Um, well, I think the full answer is that this past year has been a struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think, honestly, I don't think I was unconditionally self-loving myself I guess yeah um you were really hard uh, yeah, on yourself I was and I think yeah. I I've got definitely gotten better I've still got a little ways to go a long ways to go but um I think I've definitely come a far way since the beginning of this my junior year how do you um, think that's happened what's changed um it's a good question I think being around people who love you and show you why they love you Hmm. is um, truly helpful and I think I had that this summer just with my friends here um, not that I didn't have that at Culver I just think the, a lot of the guys that I love being around were I think everybody had so much going on and it's people just were tough struggling yeah, people were struggling yeah. their own way and it's hard to get yeah. get together and kind of um, just be around each other um, so I think when I got home and was able to be around for the summer when not I mean obviously people are working but it's not the same busy schedule it's just you're able to see their light kind of shine on you as well as like 
see why they kind of love you <laughs> for who you are and mm-hmm. when they let you know that obviously it helps but it's ultimately comes down to you being able to know that and within yourself so and amplify your own light yeah. to elevate the yeah, room, exactly. as we always say. Yeah, it's been neat to see Leo's light really shining this summer in a way that I think it was intermittent more this past year. I saw it at different times, but it feels like it's been really consistent. Um, and I think that you can build on that as you go into your senior year and really trust yourself in a way and I think have the grounding that maybe you didn't have this past year and knowing what actually helps, I think, maybe, you know, fortify you and strengthen you and ground you are the things you're talking about. Soccer, family, friends, school, education, faith. Those are things, even that, you know, I think to segue to even think about the spirit, to think about who you are below your below your ego, right, of the conditionality, the comparison, the not enoughness, the always hustling for that, quote, worthiness. You're one who I think really benefits from meaningful, purposeful, and, you know, deep connection. That's always been who you are. Um, And I think you seek that in relationship with others. I also think that that relationship is one you've been growing with God. Would you... Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. I think being, I've had, you develop your own kind of relationship with God and what that means for you. And I think for me, it's, I like a conversation and I talk to him and uh, whether that's before bed, but, or not, or I try to do it at least once a day and just kind of have that connection and groundedness because it also gives you a chance to just reflect and just be grounded and take a breath and really just relax from all the chaos going on around you. So Mm -hmm. You have a constant stream of information coming in and to be thoughtful and intentional about that stream of, of information, what you're bringing into your being and how that impacts you. Are you, do you feel like you've grown in awareness around that? I don't think, I I think there are more boundaries I probably need to put in place for myself. Um, I've had moments where I'll like, just like take a break from it completely but obviously it doesn't really last that long. Um, How does it feel when you take the break? What's different? Uh, I don't I don't think you're... I think your mind's not going all the time when it's off, and you don't really... And when you kind of, like, clarify and, I guess, make the... For yourself, just make it so you know that the phone's just not in play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a relaxing feeling, I guess, because mm-hmm. you're not always it's drawn to it. Yeah. What else have you found to be calming and soothing for you that's more natural? Like you said to me earlier, you were talking about movement, getting up and, you know. Yeah, I'd say movement. I'd say music probably for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Those two have been super helpful when things get hard. So, And I'm still exploring that and learning more about each of those to this day. Um, But, yeah, I've really, the last year I think I've fallen in love with music and just listening to songs, and I've discovered a lot of, New music, new artists, whatnot, and then as well as movement, like you were saying, I know that sitting and especially when you're feeling down or you're feeling whatever it is, sitting in place and kind of sulking in that or marinating in it is usually not helpful for me, at least. And I think knowing that getting up and moving and socializing and talking kind of moves those emotions. Yeah, going for a run or going for a workout. yeah, Yeah. Kind of moves those feelings through your body and you're able to kind of reevaluate and with a more clear head, I think. You also are one who likes to write. 
Yeah. You've, you've said that that helps. And also drawing. Drawing, yeah. Yeah. Not very good at drawing, but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> but, but it's really <laughs> it what it yeah. feels like yeah, inside when you do it, which is what? I think it's calming because, I don't know, it sounds another cliche, I guess, but when you're when you're drawing, you're able to kind of just express whatever you want to express and put down whatever you want to put down. Mm-hmm. And truly, that actually does help. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of find myself, like, I don't know, it's another way of moving through whatever kind of bad or awful feelings that are in your body at the time. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you were to give some words to the wise, to both those who are... Um, you know, in the throes of their their high school years and heading into senior year, and then the parents. But we can get yeah. there in a minute. What would you say to your people, your uh, peers? To my peers. <laughs> well, I think we're all doing. Don't this be together. a smart ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say they're all my peers. So I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, we're all doing this together. Uh, I, it's not that. I'm a step ahead, or you're a step ahead. We're all in this together. And I think when you realize that and you kind of have a, a system around you, whether that's family, whether that's friends, it suddenly becomes a lot lighter and easier when you're kind of going in it with a support system around you. Um, and also inside of you. And inside of you. That's even more important. Yeah. Um, and I think once you kind of have that awareness, I think it starts with awareness, and then after that you can put it into actions. Um but yeah, just be aware, I think, of your internal talk and keeping it, I guess, positive and helpful for your being. Real yeah, and kind, real. compassionate, all the good things. Yep. Yeah, you are such a love bug, Leo Bromo. You know this. Okay, and then what would you say to parents? What would you offer to parents? <laughs> uh, I think you guys are perfect. So oh, shut nothing. up. Okay, we all know. Okay, just come kidding, on. Just kidding. Um, Talk to our people. To the parents, I think... Uh, my mom's probably preached this a lot, but keep loving your kids unconditionally. Yeah. Um, even when not always liking them. <laughs> not yeah. That's, that's true. But absolutely loving them. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'd say just even through our mistakes, even through our our bad moments, um, I would just I think being a child, I think I really appreciate the love that my parents give me, even when I know they could be disappointed at times. What would you say to parents about having the hard conversations with their kids? And I know you're smiling. If anyone could see him, he's like, oh, for God's sakes, Bob. But I can't help myself. So go ahead, Leo. What would you say around that? Because we... we yeah, well, we have a lot yeah. of those in this family. It's almost like every dinner we have those or something. But, um, it's the blessing and the curse. Yeah, it really oh, is. Oh, my. I think they are important. I don't think it needs to be as often as mm-hmm. our family. Yeah, um, fair enough. But I think they yeah. definitely need to take place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as a family is actually quite fun. I think when all the siblings are together and the parents and we're able to have those conversations together, yeah, it's actually creates a, yeah, yeah, it creates a cool, to have. cool environment for our family. Mm-hmm. And I think it gets us closer together too. Mm-hmm. Um, and also challenges your internal work too. And mm-hmm. having people that actually like love you to the ends of the world, mm-hmm. uh, giving you advice. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of the best at times. Yeah. Can be. Siblings are a great gift. Mo, Leo, Ellie, Ben are, um, yeah, they're pretty darn special. So, all right, Leo Brummel, thank you. You're welcome. Happy I love to you be so here. much. I love you too. All right, goodbye. Bye. So, to wrap up today's episode with Sweet Leo, I wanted to share a story that I think beautifully encapsulates our conversation. 
And it goes like this. One evening, an old Cherokee brave told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. And he said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? And the old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.